0: Welcome back to Careful Boys, everybody. We have with us a very valuable guest today. Say hello to Ron.
1: Hi, Ron. Hi, Ron.
0: Hi, Ron. Ron. Last time we had Ron here was for Ask the Expert, and it was kind of a a bittersweet kind of time, too, because you were talking about, like, man, fighting's over. I'm just going to train. I'm just going to help coach. But in between that, this dude became a fucking champ.
1: Congratulations. Thank you, wow. thank you. W- w- kick w- w- Kickboxing champ. WBC lightweight national Muay Thai champion. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. It's a pretty fucking big deal. How did that happen? Knocked uh, him out. That's how it happened. I thought, you <laughs> g- I thought you gave
0: up
2: on life.
1: Yeah, I thought you gave up on fighting. You you're like, I'm a dad now. Yeah. I'm retired. I thought, I thought you were depressed, and then you were, gave up, and then I think you started listening to Smashing Pumpkins, and
2: then you're like, 1979. Yeah. I was like, I wish yeah. I was, I was like, born I'm in that there. tired of this shit.
1: See, that's why I
0: say, don't listen to smashing, ba- smashing bonkins
2: or smash mouths. Don't smashing don't, puppies. Listen to Smash Mouth more, actually, because you so you're Mouth. an all-star. Okay, you're an all-star.
0: Don't smash listen Mouth. to Nirvana. <laughs>
2: That's
0: it. Don't listen to yeah, Nirvana. Don't listen to any of the '90s, early 2000 rock bands because they're gonna unmotivate oh. you. Oh,
1: yeah. is Dashboard Confessional program That the different. They're all sad. Yeah. So what what happened maybe what, green
2: day what's been going on how did you get into get the title fight and how did all this stuff happen uh randomly I was kind of just training on and off a little bit yeah. and then trying to get once I realized UFC really wasn't my kind of wasn't really ha- the chances of that happening weren't very probable anymore. Why not? Why is why is it not probable? Because you
1: change. Yeah, because you train with a lot of UFC level fighters, mm-hmm. and in the gym you go toe to toe with them. So you're at the level, but how come you're
2: not signed? It's because my age. Uh, I'm getting a little older. I'm thirty six now. So even if you don't you... look thirty six at all. Thank you. What's the normal like average age to at that point to be like? Oh, it's probably not going to happen. About thirty six. <laughs> oh, the perfect age. And you look at all the uh, USC champions now. Like usually, your career peaks at thirty five, thirty six. 36. Oh. You know, so like Henry Cejudo, all these guys, they're all in their thirties. But um, for them to bring me in there, kind of doesn't make sense. Cause like, all right, we're gonna build this guy, and he's only got what a few years left. You know, it's kind of I get it, it. Doesn't make sense business wise. But I mean. There's always a chance for me to still get in. Yeah. It's very slim, but I definitely started shifting my focuses elsewhere. How did the, the Muay Thai like opportunity
1: land under table?
2: Uh, they randomly called me. <laughs> I think uh, they couldn't find any opponents for the, the current the current champion at the time, and so they called me. And I was kind of in shape, but for me, like I just need like three months of focus, and I can probably get in decent shape. And then so they hit me up. But the only reason why I got the offer in the pl- first place is because we met a we made a bet with a promoter. And so like three, four years ago, I fought one of the contenders in the U.S., uh, Marvin Madriaga. he's a killer. He's freaking awesome. But uh, you killed, killed him? him. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guy. Uh, his we, tombstones at Rose Hills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just there a couple days ago. Uh.
2: We, uh, we went to his hometown in, in San Diego and uh, Everybody was there for him, like everybody. I brought like 40 people with me. Oh, he's a hometown favorite. He's the hometown hero. Like he's the freaking man. Um, And we made made a wager like, look, we know what you brought us in for. You brought us in to die. Um, We want to get paid for it and we want to put a wager. If my boy wins, my coach was talking for me. Uh, I'm not allowed to talk in the negotiations. <laughs> That's how the fight
1: game works. right? like the fighters don't really talk as like agents yeah, dude, the and coaches pro- and that The
2: promoters will literally just ignore me and they and not acknowledge my existence and just had to make eye contact wow. with my managers. Yeah. Hmm. Now it's different. Now now we're best friends. But uh. <laughs> so he's like, i will make a wager. Don't put this in there.
1: <laughs>
2: he's like, we'll make a wager. If 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 Ron wins, what happens? If he, w- if he wins, we want a title shot. And then without, yeah. And then without hesitation, he's like, okay, sign the contract and then boom just like that uh got us uh, the amount that we wanted and then gave us a title shot if we won did you crush that fool and then, um, yeah ultimately won by uh ko in the fourth round um so it worked out knees but, elbows uh, punch elbows it was bad it was you like bad.
1: elbows huh i love elbows
2: <laughs> Don't tell my next opponent this. <laughs>
1: I got a chill down my spine when he said that. Huh? This video yeah, is was... all they need to beat you. They're, yeah, just, they're fighting it. like now, this
2: watching it. Now we know the secrets. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Like the elbow. Yeah. Don't get elbowed. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, uh, we got that opportunity, but uh, we didn't get a phone call until like randomly in like last year sometime and I got a phone call. I was like, hey, Ron. You been training? I was like, not really, why? He's like, you want to fight for uh, the WBC titles? like, heck yeah, I'll be in the gym tomorrow. Dude, that's <laughs> the awesome. Dude. Yeah, so it was, it was tough, I had to let my family know, my coworkers know, all uh, my partners know, cause like, they had to pick up all the slack for me. Cause I'm, usually I'm working like every day. And so, uh, wifey was down to hold down the fort, uh, watch the family while I put time in the train. All my partners picked up my slack when I wasn't in the office so I could train. And then, um, you know, everybody's been super supportive. So I did like a full three month camp and I felt freaking better than I ever have in my life. It was freaking sick. Oh, man. But it, what I found that was kind of therapeutic because I was like, Fudge, I think I'm missing this aspect of my life. Because I was feeling like-, like a fire? A, yeah, I felt like a lot, like, it didn't say it, but I felt normal. Like the first time in my life- Because felt- you're meant to be a warrior, fool! <laughs> Yeah, I felt freaking normal, man. It was weird. Like From uh, samurai to samurai, I understand what you're doing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I felt responsible like an adult. okay. Providing for my family, like, yeah. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but like deep, deep, deep within, I'm like... You need to punch somebody! Yeah, I'm not fulfilled! <laughs> you know, I, I need some sort of violence or something, yeah. I don't know. you were already full-time, run, like, running your own business at that point, where you had to like... Yeah, inside. yeah, yeah, at that point, uh, I was... I, I actually, I was in the gym maybe once a week or every couple weeks, mm-hmm. just to just to have some sanity. Uh the then now it's just kinda just working. I was like my whole life, I was like, I don't want to be in a cubicle and type buttons. And then I ended up going to a wealth management office, got my own cubicle with buttons. And I was like, I don't like this. I gained like 15 pounds. I've got these tailored outfits, so I look all sharp and they don't fit anymore. What if we just get you really big buttons that you have to punch? <laughs> yeah. you know, like, uh, have you seen the Kung Fu Panda game at Dave & Busters? No. I win the jackpot every time. <laughs> I freaking love that game. Well, have yeah, you seen yeah, it? If the yeah. boss comes by, so you're going to have to leave, sir. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, they <to> cut <laughs> the you money money off. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to have to go to the basketball game. <laughs> we know you suck at that. I was like, "Go shoot some hoops, sir." <laughs> now I'm losing money. But uh, yeah, and then I I went got into wealth management for a little while, and then that that wasn't a good fit for me, and I was lucky to get that. And then I got I got offered an opportunity to go into towing. And then I went to that full time, and then that whole thing.
1: How did that even come? <laughs> how yeah. did that even come up? Like, dude, pandemic
2: changed my freaking life, man. It was really? yeah. Pandemic changed everything. Because before, well, what was it like before, and how did it change? Before pandemic, I was just training, all day, all night. You know, just living in the fighter. You were
0: mode. managing, you were teaching, you were training. Yeah, yeah.
2: doing everything fitness and wellness related possible. And then pandemic hit, and we had to shut down the gym, which is, dude. Oh. Do you remember when you had to shut down barbell? Is that yeah, the most okay. surreal thing? Maybe. Yeah. We at first, when the pandemic came, I was like, this is a joke. We ain't closing our gym? They're not gonna make us. And then we got a come, we got a letter from the state saying you have to close. I was like, they just made us close. I was like, shoot. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's oh. crazy. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, I was, I was jobless for like like two or three months. So I was like, fudge. Oh. Uh, what do we do? So. One of my students was a flipper, so he started having me flip sneakers. I didn't get nice. into sneakers until I met him. And then the issue with sneakers is, you start selling them, then you start liking them, and then you stop selling them, and then you start <laughs> buying them. And I'm like, what? now I'm losing money again. Yeah, it was a trap. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is sick, people. This is working. You got some dumb shoes on too, man. Oh, but no, these are done, yeah. This, these are my <laughs> go-to shoes. These are all I wear now. I got, in the, I got in a whole new thing where I was like, all right, I'm, I got too many toys. I need to calm the F down, so I sold. Everything I have like nothing well, I got a couple things left, but um, I got rid of everything. I literally wear the same thing every day now um, And I'm trying to get my wife to do it, but you know, it's a little harder Yeah. <laughs> She's a girl yeah. girls are different. So yeah. what things did you say you flipped besides? Oh, uh, I flipped uh, sneakers um, I flipped hair clippers. So during the pandemic you couldn't get a haircut. Oh, yeah, dude. the barber shops are closed So what did people one. do they cut hair at home yeah. and you know has the best hair kits Costco they had these the 72 piece kit for wow. $40 and we had an inn uh, with somebody in there and they let us know when the shipments would come in. So we'd camp out in the mornings and buy pallets of them. Oh, um, Cause it's Costco oh. wholesale. You can buy them at wholesale. Oh. So we bought them and we flipped them on eBay for a hundred to $150. Wow. People were buying them because they were sold out at Costco everywhere. Everybody wanted them. And then <laughs> <I> was, who <laughs> figured so out funny. that like Algorithm. My, 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 my buddy Shy, he was just... He the worked at Costco. of Clippers. He worked at Costco. And you know what's funny? As we started <laughs> camping out at Costco to get these Clippers, other people like us were also camping out Whoa. at Costco. So it ended up being like this whole thing, and people were getting there before us, or they had a bigger end than us, and oh. ended up wiping out the inventory before we even got there. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh fudge. So we got kicked out of that.
1: One game. of my fr- friends from high school during the oh. pandemic hit me up, and he was like, Hey Bart, you on a gym, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you have uh, access to gym equipment? I'm like, oh, you're in the fitness industry? He goes, nah, I just wanna flip gym equipment. It's fucking crazy right now. It is. People just during that pandemic was such a weird short period yeah. of money grabs for people, people just flipping things. So they know there's premiums on stuff. It was
0: crazy. People got creative too. With I, the have, I bought my weight set like, so, if you went to, like, Dick Sporting Goods, right, the whole weight set was, like, under 200 bucks, but I bought it for 700 bucks.
2: Doesn't gonna say, if you I buy weights to do during pandemic, you're a rich man.
1: Yeah, That's I gotta, like, gotta do deadlifts and yeah. shit. <laughs> they had adjustable dumbbells for, like, $1,000, mm-hmm. everywhere. Today's video is brought to you by
0: Audible.
1: So, as you guys know, I don't live here, mm-hmm. like Joe. I, I don't, don't li- either. Yeah, I live in Vegas, mm-hmm. and uh, my favorite thing when I'm driving, because now that my I like I work from home, I work out from home, I don't have my normal errands anymore. So I actually really look forward to driving because that's when I get to start listening to stuff, podcasts, audiobooks, and on Audible right now I'm listening to Psychology of Money. Gio actually put me onto this mm-hmm. and it's really cool because it's talking about how a lot of people they, they view money as this thing that you have to like attain. And it's like this object, and it's like sacred. But the people that are good at investing and finance, it's actually your behavior around money and how you perceive money. So that's super cool. So now I get to listen to it. And what's amazing about listening to stuff, I noticed in the same amount of time, like let's say I spend three hours reading, I don't retain as much information as if I listened. Mm. And that's why I really enjoy audiobooks. And if audiobooks aren't for you, Audible got all kinds of other stuff, podcasts, uh, theatrical release type stuff, guided wellness, a whole slew of original content as well. So if you want to try Audible, all new members get 30 days for free. Just go to audible.com slash off the record or text off the record to 500-500 to try Audible now.
2: I, I couldn't get into that time because everything was done. But you know the the best-selling items were hand sanitizers and Clorox wipes. Oh yeah. Those were a hit in wow. New York when it hit when the pandemic hit the hardest. People were buying these like six pack of Clorox wipes like right there yeah. for like freaking like 200 bucks. Whoa. And it's only like it's worth like 25 dollars. Like it was. It got so bad that eBay and all that had to start regulating it, saying that you couldn't yeah. sell essential items. And so all these all these flippers started getting stuck with all this inventory. Right, Um, I remember that. Yeah, it was because of the price gouging. Yeah, price gouging. That's what it was. Can't do it no more. Yeah, can't do it no more. Mm -mm. Crazy time. So if you got in that window where you could do it, oh (laughs) man.
1: Oh, (laughs) I price gouged so good. (laughs) 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 The hair
2: clippers, you're like gouging. Yeah, dude, the hair clippers was freaking crazy. And then I got into inflatable pools everybody oh, yeah. wants, everybody wants to swim in their backyard, oh. and so they just inflated the pools from Costco. It was like a thirty-dollar inflatable pool, sold them for like two hundred fifty bucks, oh and people God. were buying it. People were meeting me up on offer. I was like, I'll give you three hundred. I'll give you three hundred fifty. My kid needs to swim. I was like, oh, okay. Gosh. My friend's pretty badass. Like he, um, he has this huge video game
0: distribution company, and when the pandemic hit, like. He got really into uh nonprofit, like several years ago and he's like this is more rewarding than business and then like when it hit right we we're just talking like oh man what we what can we do to help because like i'm not a nurse or whatever and then we started seeing all these things about like they don't, they don't have masks they don't have gloves they don't have all these things so we're like oh shit, maybe we should do that so i created like a little fundraiser and all that he found a hookup and then he realized like hospitals have money but they have to get it from their like certified mask mm-hmm.
1: distributor. Retailer or whatever. So
0: they mm-hmm. couldn't get it at Walmart, they couldn't get it at Daiso or whatever, right? So then um, what he did is he spoke to one of these major retailers and he said, look, before you guys release this to the public, give it to me, I'll buy it at retail price. So you don't have to sell it to your like retailers and don't put it online because they're gonna price gouge like all these people are gonna buy it and sell it to people on the streets for fucked up prices. I wanna buy it and I'm gonna give it to hospitals and I'm gonna give you the publicity. And then he's like, they are like, so every day they're just like, hey, we need a freaking, you're not buying enough. You're not buying enough. So like, even though we did like a GoFundMe and all that stuff. So he's like, I don't, I can't even buy this with my own money. So he got in contact with fucking like, like FEMA or some shit, like government agencies. And then he broke, brokered the deal between them and he directly got masks from them to give to doctors and nurses. And a lot of wow. these places, you were saying, like, you had to give directly to the nurses and doctors. You, if you dump it off at the hospital, some of these hospitals are like, they'll just hoard them and they'll put them away and they'll lock them up. Or they won't receive them because they're like, well, some of them have different reasons. Like, one would be like, we can't take anything from outside for legal purposes. Some of them be like, for pride and image and marketing. They're like, our hospital is like top tier. We don't need these things oh, or whatever. That's... Yeah, it's all fucked up. And then so at the time, nurses were using the same mask every fucking day, taking it home. It's, and then like they're already getting sick or they had COVID and yeah. they're, it's like so fucked up. So then they, we had to give it directly to the doctor, directly to the nurses and they are passing it around like that.
2: Yeah, there's it shortages, was... all kinds of stuff. It was, dude, crazy. It was, it was a crazy, crazy, crazy time, a man. Time, it was a crazy, crazy time. Like, I felt like I was a fugitive because I was running outside. Remember, you weren't yeah. allowed to go outside? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, there's yes. a curfew? Do I wear a
0: mask? Do yeah. I? Wear- there's yeah. a curfew. But, dude, you live in OC, and it's a complete different place because I remember when LA was like super masked up. I went to go buy a mountain bike in Orange County, and out there, they looked at me weird for having a mask on, and they're
2: like, You yeah. masker. Dude, we went to go, we went to go, <laughs> IFA during bad. the pandemic.
0: And oh, we yeah. We sat down.
2: Yeah, we just In the beginning out. though, everyone was freaking out because nobody knew oh, what the yeah. heck was going on. So in the beginning, I would sneak out and run into the trail. I lived at a place called Peter's Canyon and I would sneak out there and be a ranger camped out at the entrance to make sure people wouldn't go in the trail.
1: It was so ridiculous. And spread
2: COVID while jogging.
1: Oh yeah, I remember the trails would be taped up. And I remember when they first removed the tape, when you go on the trails, like the grass was crazy growing in and you saw so much more wildlife. Yeah. Cause they were used to like humans not being there for a while. Dude, I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, there was the bioluminescence mm-hmm. at the beach in like oh. uh, Southern California. And that was the only thing people could do. But we went to Manhattan beach and they blocked off the whole beach they wouldn't let you cross mm-hmm. the 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 boardwalk oh. yeah and they wouldn't let you go on the beach at all to look at the bioluminescence remember Everybody they dumped like, sand on the half pipes
2: and shit yeah dude, the skate like it's so,
1: <laughs> cuz they're like no, you can't be here and the ones outdoors do and they're little well, fuck you and they took the they sand they dumped sand it on the away. and the skate park so no one would be Cause it was when everyone was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Like we're all gonna die, so let's put sand on the skate park. <laughs> <laughs> so let's put sand the uh, That'll make them safer.
0: <laughs> Shit it was crazy. Yeah. That was the logical thing to do. In OC there was a
2: park, right? And they, they taped it off with caution tape, but you see just kids playing there anyway. Yeah. yeah like they the hopped over it. And... Yeah, I right. took videos of my kid uh just playing at the playground and then I always put caution tape like in like the background so you can see and always play that cops theme. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, you play on that swing, like a, like a freaky, like a criminal. <laughs> so t- uh, tell us about the towing business you got into. Yeah, oh yeah, so I did all that stuff, and then um, I started selling gummy, oh, and then I sold gummy bears. <laughs> what the fuck? Just regular uh, gummy bears? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, sugar bear hair. And so it's just like popular oh, okay, thing that makes yeah, your hair yeah. grow or something. And Does it really work? I don't know, I never, I, I, never, I never took it. How did this even happen? How did the, the whole ha- flipping thingy majigger. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's, they don't wanna to sell to anybody. And so we ended up having a connection in the Middle East. We had to smuggle it um, in the oh, Middle shit. East because you can't, you can't bring anything in there in Iraq. They don't, let you, they don't let anything or anything go in or out of the country. But we had somebody that would smuggle, not drugs, freaking gummy bears. They had somebody that would, would smuggle US goods into Iraq and then sell it at a premium. Wow. So uh, wow. I ended up landing Jeez. the account and we bought like $70,000 worth of gummy bears. What the fuck? Yeah, and we shipped it to freaking Iraq and it made it in. And they ended up selling, like, so the bottle for us wholesale was like 15, 17 bucks, dude, for a little bottle of gummy bears. It was freaking, it was like small, it was like half the size of this bottle. What if it got confiscated? You guys would be out 70 cheese? No, because we already sold it. So we, we sold it to a guy. And then that guy would smuggle it in, and that guy would sell it to the retailers in Iraq. Oh, so you just have to sell, oh. to the guy. Yeah, sell it to the so guy? So you don't have to market it or anything. Nothing. You're just, a, the just the access. changing of the hands. Wow. Yeah, we have the access. Wow. Yeah, no wonder you don't know if it access. works. <laughs> the, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, don't care. I wonder if that kind
0: of smuggling can get you in jail. Maybe out there. they will get
2: you one of these. they will probably kill you. you. Yeah. and I Iraq, they'll probably kill you. You're still smuggling even though if it's not like crack. I'm assuming the smuggling has to do a lot with bribing out there. Mm. I, I don't know. But mm. there's got to be... There's there's always... That's a, the international
1: language. Just like yeah. yeah. the baldest guard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you want wanna enter his like, air, bro? Kick you off
0: some
2: place. like don't worry. So how did
0: how did smuggling gummy bears I'm turn gross. into tow trucking?
2: Cause the guy that I was smuggling gummy bears with was in the towing industry. Oh. And then he was like It's
0: always I was like thinking, okay, <laughs> why is an Asian dude getting into a tow trucking? Cause the Middle Eastern's got that locked yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, he's Middle Eastern. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so oh that's like that's like a, if an Armenian guy started a nail salon and I'm like wait a minute that's a vietnamese you? thing you know <laughs> is so your wife said. vietnamese yeah. like, what's going on so i'm like right here, how the hell is he getting into a tow truck thing and i'm like well i guess it's just ron you know it's just ron yeah. Ron robbie i was just gonna try ron shit, you know and i'm like interesting so that's how you got into the that's truck. how i got in with
2: my buddy shy yeah he brought me in and then um the the group that helped us out kind of held our hand and kind of gave us one-on-one training to how to optimize the industry and how to do it the right way. So we bought a tow truck, him and I, we worked seven days a week, we did 12-hour shifts, and then- How'd you guys know it was gonna be a good thing? He promised me it would be.
0: (laughs) I promise you,
2: bro. Hey, I smuggled, I smuggled gummy bears for you? Dude, it was, it was, it was on paper the (laughs) the riskiest decision I've ever made because at that time, I was like, I only had so much Money left and I dumped it all into the venture. He's into like, Did the gummy bears? Oh, no, no, none no, the gummy bears. All the money I made from the gummy bears, the flipping, don't make money. any money on shoes. Ultimately, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> um, we got some yeah. cool kicks. That's a true <laughs> entrepreneur. I got a pretty story, cool collection. <laughs> what you lost in shoes, <laughs> you gained in style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and now I don't even wear them. I'm making a point to wear only yeah. these shoes every <laughs> single day. I got, I got I had my my unicorn pair. I ended up getting a pair of Travis Scott's. Ooh, did old. you really? Yeah, the old. one that looks like the mocha shoe. Did you stab
1: anybody wow. for it? Because that's how people had to get them.
2: No, I bought dude. them on StockX. Okay, yeah. wow. <laughs> you got it that way. Yeah, I bought it on StockX, and uh, all the profits I made from the shoe flipping was pretty much just that shoe. That's, That's awesome. awesome. How much is that shoe? Wow. It was, at the time, it was like thirteen hundred bucks, uh, like bucks or something. God damn! Yeah, yeah. Then it's then a now, fancy really.
1: shoe, dude. And now I don't even wear it. It's just probably, probably worth more. Good, now. don't wear it. Go oh,
2: sell it. Well, I can't because I threw it. Well, I didn't know this. You're supposed to keep boxes and stuff. Yes. Uh, for stuff you collect, yeah. I threw I threw them all away. No way! Uh, no. I have the laces though. Fire! Oh. That's still good. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will still want to buy them. Yeah. Dang. So yeah, I mean, my show, uh, my friend Shao was like, I just had a feeling. He was like, Yo, this is gonna work. It's gonna cost. It's gonna cost like two hundred grand to get this in, to get into the industry. Just to start. Just huh? to start. That doesn't even include the truck. That's just to get. A but truck. now,
0: but now you guys have like how many trucks?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I ended up working out. Um, dude, wifey thought I was freaking crazy. She's like, "Are you serious? This is everything that we have left." And then some. I had to borrow money to make this happen. And she's like, "Are you sure this is a good move?" I'm like, "This is it. Unless we want to live the same life forever, which we can't. It's not sustainable. Um, we gotta, we gotta make Do moves something. now." Yeah. And this is it, you know. And then wow. so she's like, "Okay." Let's do it, I got your back. I was like, awesome. That's a
0: dope wife. Wow. Oh, dude, she's down.
2: How many trucks do you have she's now? Down. So we started with one, and then we got another, 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 and now we are at, uh, we're at 12 vehicles.
0: Whoa. Whoa! Yeah, I know, it's been I didn't crazy. expect you to say 12. I but thought you were going to say like-
2: Three of, of them life. are service vehicles, so they don't wow. count. They're just like trucks and Priuses. You uh, want to know a quick business hack to get more trucks? Just tow other tow trucks. Yeah. <laughs> you're mine. I don't know what you're doing buying them. <laughs> like a sucker. And how? what was the time from truck one to truck 12? Uh, how long? We are at month nine. Now. Month 9 oh, <laughs> i like, years. Whoa. Holy Whoa. shit, it's, dude. it's been freaking crazy, dude. <gasps> dude, good for <gasps> you, Rob. That wow. That's Zine, so dope. Is that benign wow. laugh. <laughs> I'm not killing it. So, like, I'm not a millionaire or anything like that, because all the money is going back. Which is smart. That's how you yeah. do it. Yeah. call so you you called Ko Trucking. Yeah. Ko Towing Recovery. <laughs> oh, it's really called K? Yeah, yeah. Because we oh, knock nice. out every job. You
1: know. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> Is that, is the logo an
2: elbow? (laughs) It's Ron 20 years old. And him going, (laughs) shhh. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) The secret to my fighting is in the logo. (laughs) Now I need to change my logo. (laughs) Dang it. Secret is out. It's the the secret to the
1: logo?
2: My career is over. Thanks, guys. JK (laughs) News has ended my fight career. (laughs) It's there the whole time. It's uh, it is fight related though. It's a boxer doing a double—not that a boxer do that—but it's a double bicep flex pose. Yeah. Oh. and then like two toe trucks like behind it, that's and it's sweet. red, white, and blue because we love America. Oh, yes. Nice. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. dude. Yeah, Congrats, we started. Man. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's we just, huge. We just started that's with so it. Cool. We have two more trucks coming, um, that we're building. Um, Oh, and tow trucks, you have to build. I mean, you can buy them, but they overcharge you. But if you know how to build them... What's the starting platform? Regular truck. Like an F-250 or F-3? 550 or a Dodge 5500. That's considered light duty. So you start out at 5500. Yeah, 5500 is generally what you should start out with. Mm. They're all dualies, or...? Yeah. Yeah, they gotta be, because the stuff we're towing is like... And there's different types of tow truck
0: builds not there's yeah, a, you got the
2: one with the fucking crane yeah. You got one with the flatbed one with the crucifix looking. Yeah Yeah, so there's two there's two main ones There's what's called a uh, a wrecker or a wheel lift It lifts two wheels oh, off the ground and then there's a motor carrier or a flatbed and that's the ones that everybody right. sees that Everybody requests to yeah, everybody a, wants a flatbed, especially
1: the low boys.
2: Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite? I like the oh, so I like the wheel lift because it takes more craftsmanship. Like you have to... uh, More technique. Yeah, (laughs) it takes more technique. You have to like... Have you guys... Do you guys remember that Top Gun game? Like it was like old Nintendo yeah. game, where like when you would fuel, yep. you had to like line everything up, otherwise right. you would like miss the hole. And then you yeah. see the axis and like, yeah. Yep, that's uh that's towing in a wrecker. So when you like back up to somebody, you have to like, you're like, dee, 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 dee. and if you're off, you like hit the car or you miss or whatever. So you learned how to do that after you went all in on this business? You didn't know how to? No, nah. yeah. I didn't even uh, do the first three months were the sketchiest ever. I was like almost hitting other cars. Like I couldn't even turn. Like I've oh, driven shit. trucks before, but these trucks are huge. Yeah. And so I'm not used to the turning rate is were honking at me, They're like, what happened? Was your partner, he knew how to drive it though, and run it? He, yeah, yeah, he taught he, you how to do it? He had a few months more experience than I do. <laughs> Are you just, just watching oh, no. YouTube tutorials while you're dude I, dude, I go all in on everything. I YouTubed it like Truck crazy. tubers? I was like, yeah, I was yeah. like... Truck was like, tubers?
0: <laughs> Today we're gonna teach you how to uh, tow this truck. It's the same
2: boring voice guy that shows you how to use fucking Photoshop, too. Yeah. All right, guys, you're gonna want to back up pretty slowly.